but half the murders happen in, in, in our district now. Not not both sides of the district, just the east Just, side. just the east. The purple and red dots, it's been on the map for the last three and a half years in the same place out here. Team to catch up, we're gonna get started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we back. You gonna film a podcast, and me and uh, President P, we would like to yeah, congratulate yeah. the man, the myth, Mr. Oliver <laughs> Thomas. Man, you got me blessed. City yeah. Council yeah. District yeah. E, the East now. and the Lower Nine. Mr. Thomas, welcome back, and once again, congratulations, yeah. sir. Man, well, first of all, uh, thank you guys. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I, I tell my friends, you know, being in media myself and doing the morning show, I had so much. Uh, uh, fun and in, in, in enjoyed the questions and the way you guys posed them and deal with them and dealt with them last time because it, it was it was it was pertinent to, to this district and to the city and I actually enjoyed that and, and it was a free flowing discussion where we could really talk about it man and I uh, thank y'all for what y'all do well, no problem I'd like no. to be invited back oh yeah, yeah. yeah. if you with it we yeah. with it yeah we yeah. working on district e show yeah yeah <laughs> there you go yeah district e yeah. show yeah. So we gonna get started like I like I told you, you know we got a lot of mm-hmm. chitter chatter on mm-hmm. social media because mm-hmm. that's where everybody is brave. Yeah. So they scared to call your office. So the first thing I'm gonna ask because they was trying to say, oh, he don't have a number for his office. So I came back and said, the man ain't been sworn in yet. Yeah. Six five eight ten fifty. Six five eight ten fifty with five zero four area 504, code. Five zero four. Yeah. That's for Mr. Thomas' yeah. office yeah. for District East City Council. Yeah. Once again, 504-658-1050. And um, so you in? What's the plan? Yeah, no. Nah, we, we've already started. Uh, I, I actually started working actually before the election was over. And then after the election was over, man, and I, I can reveal on you guys' show right now, man, that we haven't revealed publicly. Uh, it's literally been a who's who who's interested. Uh the governor called me all morning Sunday morning after the election. I didn't know who was calling me, right? So, so I'm like, I'm getting this unknown number, right? <laughs> so I'm like, man, I'm in church, right? So I said, whoever this is keep calling me, I just let them hit a quiet. So I, hit a, I put yeah. it on speaker, and I let them hit a quiet. I hear somebody saying, huh? So they, when they heard the choir singing. They called it. They called it, and they hung up. So, but they kept calling, and I'm like, man, I kept cutting it off. So I said, let, let maybe they hit a choir, they'll realize I'm in church. So, you know, the Saints had the Saints game that day. Yeah, uh-huh. So I'm by my cousin watching the Saints game in the unknown <laughs> number. The unknown number started calling me again. So I said, man, just, it must be the same person was calling me at seven in the morning while I was in church. So I answered it. And so the guy said, this is John Bell Edwards. I said, for true. <laughs> he said, man, don't hang up. Yeah, he said, oh, he said, Mr. Gov, right? I, he said, congratulations, man. He said, uh, man, he said, uh, good job. He said, uh, I really want to talk to you about some stuff uh, we want to do in NASA uh, and along the waterway. He said, and, and, and really, I really appreciate about it, about it was, he said, before I leave office, man, I got some things that are on my plate and in my plans that I really want to happen out there, the space camp. He said, taking advantage of NASA, they just got another contract. He said, building up that area. He said, I'd really like to work with you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Because I've been highlighting the waterways, right? And you've heard me talk about 
We talk about the challenges in New Orleans East, but the assets, nine and a half miles of waterway, five miles of those nine miles beaches, 7,000 acres of developable business park, 27 subdivisions with the highest earners, highest middle class for African-American earners in, in, in the region. Second largest, we were the first at one time, second largest uh, 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 national wildlife urban refuge ban uh, mm -hmm. in, in, in America, in a coastal waterway, industrial waterway. So all of those, if, so if you somebody told you you had a place like that, you'd think you had like some paradise, right? Right. right? So, so for me, so I was like, people were listening. You know, and so the gov was like, "Yeah, man, in the coastal, we could do some stuff there." Same day, man. I so I'm like, I'm like, I won't go watch the game. Gail Benson, her people start calling. Uh oh, it's B. Greg Benson called, and I'm like, "Yeah, Ms., you know, Miss um, Benson would like to talk to you. Our people like to talk to you. Uh, we're really interested in expanding our operations and doing what we're doing." And I'm like, "Bam, right? You know, we've been following the election. We thank you." You're the kind of person we can talk to that would understand business and growth and that kind of conversation. And I was like, okay. And so I'm trying, still trying to get back in the game, but I'm like on cloud nine. Then I get a call from DC, said, uh, uh, hey man, this is Mitch. I'm like, what, Mitch Johnson? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, my partner, Mitch, you know, uh, uh, no, he said, man, Mitch Landrew. Oh, Mitchell. Uh, I say, oh, that Mitch. <laughs> he said, look, uh, y'all got a lot of infrastructure needs out there. I'd love for you to come up here and talk to me about it. So I'm, I'm like, all the same day. day. And the same one. Yes. <laughs> all the same day, man. So, uh, and since then, uh, the, the meetings with the business community, uh, uh, the mayor, and other folk, man, it's been, I feel really, really good. You know, you, you'd be excited about that. Now, I know there are challenges, but I'm so excited that people have said they they wanted to play. They're interested. And I tried to tell people that during the campaign. Mm -hmm. I said, man, we're thinking nobody's interested in the East. The question is, are they interested now or when they run us out of here? Right. right. But the thing, you said the key word, <clears throat> business. Mm -hmm. You know business. Yeah, and that's not oh, not yeah. going to last. No, 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 but, nice lady, man. Right, I think she should be a hell of a um, homeowners association president. Yeah, but that was the thing to be in the position in District E, New Orleans East slash Lord Nine. Mm -hmm. You have to know business and you have to know how it goes to get the business. Well, so, well, it's, it's, the city council is actually not the social service branch of government. Right, the city council actually we only have like five. A three full-time and a couple part-time staff members. The mayor has thousands of employees. Right. The, the council's job is you're the fiscal agent for the city, land use, zoning, got to know the budget, appropriations, subpoena power. That's it. And so if the city councilman is doing their job, they're breaking down the budget to, the, to their uh, constituency. They're dealing with accountability. What is this $30 million for in miscellaneous? Is it missa? Is it laneous? <laughs> Why did we pay 2HCH2M Hill $220 million to fix the pumps and the pumps still don't work? Why is the police department budget $110 million more with 500 fewer officers and we still ain't safe? So that's how I was trained right. in the legislature. Now, now I'm going I'm to help people. I'm going to do that too. 
But but I'm I'm gonna go so look at the zoning overlay and I'm gonna say, hey, look, Mr. Billionaire, what incentives would you need if I change the zoning overlay and use the center city concept and asset building concept in my district? What tools what would you need me to do to, to incentivize or entice this this development for you? That's what Corinne was talking about. Yeah. Oh no, 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 Corinne got it. Yeah. A, 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 absolutely. So that's what a legislator uh, and a fiscal my, uh, agent would do. It don't mean you don't pass out some food and water. It don't mean you don't get don't on so, social media. Uh, but th th there's, a, there's another level of work. You know, it's good to know the job description, and it's good to have the respect to people that understand that level of work. Correct. And, and so, I, man, there are, uh, you know, I have really been, uh, in, I, if y'all notice now, in the, in the last week, since I talked to Sean Wilson over the DOTD and the governor, they're maintaining those, those interstate So You notice they moved a lot of that stuff from the homeless people in the last... I did see that. I saw that yesterday. Uh, I asked them to. I understand state responsibility it's versus city. city. Service roads, interstates are for the state of Louisiana. Public streets, I mean, you know, when I say street crowd or read, but that's the city of New Orleans. Chef Highway, state of Louisiana, because it's Highway 90. Well, Everybody don't understand that, but that, that's how it go. I took pictures of the Walmart in uh, Metairie. I'm going to go meet with the Walmart manager. I want it to look just like that. And I'm going to ask why my lot don't look like that one. Uh, I'm, I, I, I have a team of volunteers and, and staff. We're going to go, uh, we're going to do some business-to-business -business walks and ask businesses if they're aware of the litter abatement law that's attached to their occupational license. It's already on the books, which says that you're supposed to maintain the perimeter of your business. Then I'm going to ask them, if you really feel good, will you adopt this neutral ground? Mm -hmm. That ain't new. Now, how does that work? No. When you get an occupational license, it, it is attached to the location, or that municipal address or that address where you do business. You're responsible for maintaining uh, the exterior to a certain, a certain right, that's, yeah, that's considered yeah. your property, right. which is trash. So I'm gonna ask uh, uh, the Chevron. I'm gonna ask Michelle. I'm gonna ask this this business. I'm gonna say, hey, look, man, thank you for doing business in the East. Are you familiar with the Little Bateman Law? Excellent, no problem. I'm Oliver Thomas. I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we can really have a nice relationship, right? Uh, when you reapply for your occupational license, if you know just. Just one of them hustles. If you also get them a, a free beer, a free cigarette for maintaining the front. There you go. The two-piece chicken that brothers, and just clean up the get, side of Lake Forest to crowd Yeah, just give somebody a two-piece. That's do it, that. and somebody will do it. That's absolutely correct. Somebody will do it. The I'm going to go to the businesses out here, and the ones, especially the ones that are uh, medium to substantial. Will you adopt this neutral ground? Will you adopt this, this intersection? You don't see them little plaques in yeah, Lakeview and other parts of the community yeah, yeah. where they say... Make them feel good. Maintain. Right. So how do we get a plaque? How the box do you get a plaque for right there? We could... We could, we could, we could I, no, I want y'all to get, like, Crowder in, uh, okay, in, in, in the chef right there. <clears throat> yeah. So, want, and, and you brought that up. I'm happy because I live right there. I live in Castle Manor. Mm -hmm. That corner is horrendous with mm -hmm. trash. Mm -hmm. They even moved the bus stop. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming they moved the bus stop to prevent the trash, but... We called this city-owned property, and we couldn't keep no Well, guess what? We have another business coming uh, to that area right where 
uh, uh, Crowder runs into the chef. Mm -hmm. There's an African-American business that bought that area. They've already agreed to help maintain it. Okay. So if I'm coming up crowd or going to chef on the left, uh, straight ahead. They got from where the watermelon man was to where the family dollar was. All right. All right. Now we got to work on the other side of the street. Right. No, no. I'm going to ask them to do both. All right. Okay. I'm with you. Adopt. Adopt. They got um, the sale. They got the property from the city at a good price. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So for the coins you saved, help us over here. There ain't nothing wrong with asking. Nothing wrong with asking. Not at all. So... Yeah, man, it's, uh, 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 but, but the number one thing right now, though, is uh, I've been looking at them purple and them, them, them green and them red dots, man. And, the, the and murder. And, yeah, yeah. Murder called yeah, yeah, crime. Yeah. Where you see that? Where, where, where is that? They, they clustered uh, uh, certain parts along the shelf. There's a lot of violence dots against women up and down the shelf. I don't know why. Uh, and I think that's the yellow one. They've been there for years. The clusters around Mishu. Uh, some some spots around Bunker Hill, and the parts of the Lower Nine, not as much in the Lower Nine, St. Rock, uh, Central City Cutoff. You can see it shows you where the crime is. So I'm, uh, you know, want to use some of my experience in uh, working with the police chief to ask them what is their plan for, for getting rid of some of those dots, all of them, at some point, because to me, you deploy your crime fighting where the crime is. And this is where crime is? Now, if you notice, I'm not Negro Damas or nothing, but remember when they asked me about uh, a, 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 a crime formula and plan? And I said, land mass times calls for service times population times crime. Last week, what did the headline read? Hmm. Yeah. They just needed to know it was okay. To rule. No. Uh, well, I'll, I'll list. Look, look. Yeah. Let me tell you one of the things. And then y'all have an advantage too. Doing like you're doing the show and talking to people. Doing that Good Morning Show every morning, listening to people, reading them reports from all of them guests that used that come on on that show. Mm -hmm. Having to prepare to interview those guests. And man, it, it actually it gave me such an advantage to go along with the institutional knowledge that I had. It really was unfair. <laughs> to be, because I had to read the report to ask you the questions. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't see, seem like, you know, it's, it's like the yeah. questions you guys are asking me about what you know about, you know, you're proficient in your area. So it actually prepared me uh, for this run for office even though I knew a lot of stuff in terms of the details of what we were dealing with in this community. Something, something you used to say on this show was very important. Mm -hmm. We talking about millions, you say you always take the billion. If you're not coming with a plan with the B in front of it. No. That's where you have yeah. to start today. Uh, I know people make a million dollars, take home 20. What's your overhead? You know, we, we have to scale up, okay? And, that, and that's, a, that's an important topic that, that we're not thinking about, right? Because somebody will say, man, I just opened up a Taco Bell. Or oh, we just opened up a Lil Joe's uh, 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 Ribs to Go. 
or such and such uh, uh, two people in a cot, uh, a sports bar just opened. And I'd be like, guys, one, two, four jobs. Excuse me, four jobs. So that ain't even microeconomics. So if you're going to impact a community like we have here, you're going to have to deal, start in, in terms of sale with macroeconomics and allow and incentivize businesses and allow them to, to scale somewhere between that if you're, going to, if you're going to impact the numbers. We are not going to save this community and mitigate the social service sales or the trends we have right now unless we come with some big wins that can impact it to at least stop it, some of the stuff in his tracks. Right. And I think, like you said, with those dots, mm-hmm. all that go hand in hand, right? Yeah, yeah no. Well, I, well uh, I had that conversation with Chief Police, man. I spent an hour and a half with him uh, uh, yesterday. And, yeah, while he was talking about crime, and we were talking about crime, you know, because I, 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 was, uh, I helped the uh, Chief Harrison and the Obama administration. I worked on the uh, 21st Century Policing Plan. I actually was in D.C. with the top 50 chiefs at the birth conference. Uh, Chief Harrison actually asked me to go with him because in the past I understood budgeting and policing and, and, and that kind of stuff. So what I, under, what I understood and what I learned was the policing is just one part of it. If you're not dealing with code enforcement, if you're not dealing with illegal dumping, if you're not dealing with uh, micro or macroeconomics, you're going to suppress the crime every now and then. It'll go down based on who died, who get arrested, and who retire. But it's never going to be sustainable. Right. Now, just think, think. Four years ago, we were patting Chief Ferguson on the back because he had 129 murders in every category. Uh, uh, crime was down. Uh, we had had the lo- second lowest per capita impact on violent crime in, in, in decades. Our uh, academy was winning awards in terms of uh, uh, producing uh, new recruits. Uh, th- there were the monitors were giving them credit with the consent decree. And now look at it now. Because we didn't, we weren't, we weren't doing both. Right. Which is we weren't doing one. both. But to your point, though, there has to be an aggressive effort from a macro level, economically. Now, it doesn't mean you turn away or you don't settle for, for the, a job here and a job there, but it's not going to impact and, and, and mitigate and negate the social ills just by doing a, a business here, business here and a business there. Right. right. And I think what's important about you and your vocabulary mm-hmm. to be able to say macro, to speak the language mm-hmm. to get us there. Well, well, well. I mean, uh, uh, that's not that's not I, light. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I wear my white tee and 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 my Crocs, and I'm comfortable when I'm with my partner. <laughs> you know, and and I, 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 I use a different kind of language, uh, but when I'm representing y'all, um, I I use a language where, but the but the language of addition, not by of subtraction. You know, because when we don't come correct, it's easy for them to minus us. Yep. And it's like my dad told my brother one time, and my brother naughty, I know my naughty uh, to desire. My, 
Uh, my brother was involved in a certain lifestyle, rest his soul now. And um, he, my daddy, he told my daddy one time, when my dad was asking about stuff, he said, I'm just keeping it real. So my dad asked him, for who? Mm. <laughs> he said, for who? And, you know, I was always the one who paid attention to him, the conversations that my dad would make because I always preferred him being crossways than me. <laughs> you know, you know, but I pay, he's like keeping it real for who? You're keeping it real for you or for your family or your community? You know, keeping it real for us is, is, is living by addition, not by subtraction. And, and to me, the language matters because, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I can wax eloquently and, you know, I can say what's happening. You know, I'm from the lower nine, don't mind dying. That's where I'm from. But when I'm trying to get, get billions, Fred Luda did, bro. All right. Fred, on, Fred Luda on, came up with that. He wasn't in the meeting. The preacher? Say, huh? The preacher? That was his funny, that was his favorite saying when we was younger. Oh, don't, oh, wait, wait, don't get twisted on Fred now. Uh, no, 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 no. Pastor Luda, man, we've been friends for, uh, since we was a little boy. He wasn't always Pastor Fred Luda. Right. <laughs> he ain't gonna mind this because he, he the realest you know on our class night we was in the devil's dungeon <laughs> Fred if one of y'all members out there listening he done told y'all that before <laughs> alright we wasn't even of age <laughs> man so we, we heard that plan so I'm, I'm, I'm just asking you a few questions of what they was posing yeah and me and you talked about this. Road construction. Yeah. What's going on with the Oakland? Uh, we, we, I'm, uh, man, look, I'm chairman of, uh, I, got, I got the committees I wanted. I'm chairman of the Criminal Justice Committee. Um, I'm going to expect a real plan to impact this crime, and I'm chairman of Public Works. Uh, any contractor, there are a couple of things I'm interested in. We can't give out these, these uh, billions and hundreds of millions of dollars without black participation. I don't want to hear about no best faith effort. I want to see the brother or sister you're doing business with, secondly. And then secondly, you can't get a contract and not finish it and get awarded another one. Exactly. If you drive through this community right now, they, they have projects they started two years ago that have trees and weeds and grass growing between the projects that, they, that the contractor has moved on to, and you got another contract, and you ain't finished this shit right here. Right, right from my sister house. But, about y'all and right road, and, and it's the whole east because I'm off of Grant. Oh, all true, uh, 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 little, all true, Littlewood. Yeah, and Tyra Lane been tore up mm -hmm. for the last ten months, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I get it; it's not the best street, but they don't deserve that. But do we get a? Do we can we just put everything when we see that? Can we just have a hotline just for that? Well, you or, have three, just, you have three one one. Well, not really a hotline, but can. Let's just file that. Y'all been following me around. Y'all been somebody in my car. I like I do stuff for effect sometimes, okay. right? Because I like to test the same system that the people use. I called 311 yesterday. <laughs> Did y'all answer? Nope. Send them an email. They're gonna they're gonna reply. I in called three one one yesterday. Did you answer the phone? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just let it rain. And I'm the councilman. What about the um 
Well, I think it was done already. The tie is on the side of 510. Yeah, it's, it's been picked up. That's not a new issue, though. No, that's been going on. Uh, it, but it's not a new in terms of how you solve it. Uh, in, in the late uh, 90s and early 2000s, Mark Morial had a, uh, had a task force uh, that, we were on, that, that he put together with the municipal court judges, mm -hmm. quality of life officers that were not just out saying, hey, we got some trash over here, the quality of life, that actually attacked the problem. Y'all a little young, but some folk will remember when they was dumping everywhere under the Legion Field overpass, mm -hmm. man, around all the projects, mm -hmm. right back in. All, all, all over the city. And so Memorial was like, nah, we started a clean city initiative. When I was on the council, and once I had 200 volunteers who came out, he, he, he required that the trash companies, if you had a municipal contract to pick up trash, you had to donate your time and your trucks and your personnel. That, that day, we were doing volunteer. He had people sponsorship. They brought equipment for people. He had alphas and omegas and AKAs and deltas. They would commit their day to coming out. He'd do a call for residents, and we'd have people cleaning and picking up. We had tech. And he had the municipal court judges, where uh, Memorial said, if we catch somebody dumping, that officer is going to walk them to, 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 to court. You're going to have a couple options. You're going to pay a fine and pick up the shit you dumped. Or you're going to spend some time in jail. Mm -hmm. And they found out it was people from Mississippi, mm -hmm. other parts of the community, mm -hmm. and it was hustlers in our town who hustled, who hustled the ties, and they get paid to take the ties, mm -hmm. but they don't give them, bring them to a tire place because they don't want to pay mm -hmm. and keep a little smaller profit there, so they keep all the profit for picking up the ties, and they dump them in our city. Man, let me let me let me take. I, I could I could put my hand on the chopping block. I bet you, it's the same people. If they would go out there and identify these people, it's the same people from Mississippi, St. Tammany, and Jefferson Parish, with a few of the hustlers here with their little truck, that's doing it here. And I'm I'm watching. I'm gonna find out. What I'm, I'm telling you. Are the are the tires good for something? Yeah, yeah. They, they use the tires in uh, roadways, man. Can we just, shred them? Go, just go, like, have a win? We just dump them in? The, no the, question asked? The, the, the problem is they don't want, they want y'all to pay them to come pick them up. But you pay a tire disposal fee wherever you, well, you used to pay a tire disposal fee. Right, right but if you bring them for a tire, the, the tire disposal, that he's going to take some of your profit for, for taking them from you. Right. Right. Right? Now, if I was uh, in, if I was in charge, I would invest. I would have the city invest in a tire disposal facility for the whole region. There you go. If, if it was me, with some of this big money coming down, yeah. But no, it's not a new thing, man. Have those municipal court judges on call. The barricades, all the people doing is driving around the barricades. Yeah. And, and they say, well, we put up camp crime cameras. We done had more crimes since they put the crime cameras up. Really? Wow. <laughs> Why do you mean, though? It's just, it's just, I can't 7% increase in, in murder, 7% uh, increase in violent crime, uh, uh, increase in 20% uh, uh, in, in carjacking. And... So... All the criminal's doing is, I'm about, hey, look, y'all see me? I'm going to take somebody's shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> because the way that works, take is my you, picture. You gotta, you gotta. They catch you and it might follow a car and say you got a white car going this way, and all that. When's right? the last time you saw some report on based on our based on our surveying and reviewing all the crime cameras? These are the people right. that we yeah. have given citations, summons, or have arrested. Yeah, because when the police come, they're coming. They're not coming, so how you going to even use the camera? Because the people don't go, oh, you say they're not even using it. So I, I thought, I'm going to ask if they're, gonna, if they're just planning on doing a documentary on crime <laughs> from everything that the crime cameras then reviewed. Because we don't know who they've arrested, uh, who, they've, who they've penalized or give, give, given a summons or fine to. So they're just watching people. And I'm not saying we don't need, we need technology, but we need somebody to review the, the technology. We're right. missing a step. Just like the, the camera, um, Real light camera. I mean, somebody we know out of town. They, they illegal, right? We still have. Yeah, we still. Wasn't them. that a campaign promise? Yeah, man. Man, you man, know she promised that. That's a hustle, that, that man. The, 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 I've been, I've been since I'm doing my radio show, man. I've been anti the 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 red light. First of all, they've been found unconstitutionally illegal other places. They yeah. got rid of them. So what makes this place different? And secondly, I think they were raising like $18, $20 million worth of revenue. And we... <laughs> now, to me, think about this. If there were a deterrent in terms of uh, uh, traffic, traffic accidents, why has our insurance gone up? It, it would impact what we pay. It has not. So if it's not a deterrent, if it doesn't act to incentivize our rates going down, and we're twenty one percent higher than than a lot of other places in the region, just in insurance costs. So, to me, if 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 you're doing something, there ought to be a cause and effect of it. So, if we're going to have traffic cameras, if it's just a hustle, say it's just a hustle, because it's not doing anything to impact our rates. I've been checked that that piece out because that was the first thing I asked the insurance commission when we came on my show. I said, you know. Why haven't our rates gone down since we have crime camp? So you sleep, man. See, I watch you. Huh? <laughs> you gotta watch you. You sleep. Man, I done messed up enough to get it right All sometimes. Right, yeah. So, another question that was posed, huh. and you just got in. Why are we paying for two trash pickup kids? I'm on. I'm. I mean, I'm on. I'm on the record there already, man. Uh, people have already paid for two, yeah. and it ain't just one a week. My trash get picked up. Between seven to twelve days. That's, that's the average. Yeah, no. So it's never been uh, once a week. And that twenty-four dollars is always on that sort of water bill. Now, I, I am, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm looking forward to the budget. <laughs> I want to help. I really want to help. Uh, I. Man, I want this mayor to be so great. I want this council uh, to work. I know there were some people, I, some people didn't endorse me because I was going around talking about a strong council. Uh, and I understand that. And, you know, uh, everybody wants to have it their way. But the Bulls didn't win until Mike got Scottie Pippen to wrestle with, Dennis Rodman to wrestle with in practice. Yo, yo, that's it, y'all got You know, everybody, everybody needs... Even, you know, when you compliment each other in your business, you want somebody to make you better. So for me, 
I want our first black female mayor to go down in history. Uh, I want I want a strong mayor. I want a strong council. I want a strong city. Now, and and most importantly to me, I don't want when we disagree to stop us from working together on stuff that's important to the people. Right. And I'm not going to take my ball and go home. Right. <laughs> I took my ball and went home one time. I did it. Whipped my ass and drove me back to the park. Go play. And, and, and saying that, what, what's important? What's important to the city? So we good. Because it, it, it's, it's confusing. Right now, uh, the confidence of the people who live here, it is at an, it is at an all-time low. Uh, politicians cannot beat their chests when fewer and fewer people participate in the game. I think that when you start seeing voter participation in 50, 60, 70, 80 percent, I think it will be a sign that people are more confident. They feel like it matters. Now, the flip side of that is, when I talked to young people, and I talked to a group of young people yesterday uh, at Bayou Survives, uh, I like that out there, man. I, we got less than 1% of, uh, of tourism when we had 19 million visitors. Something wrong with that, man, because outdoor, anthropocenic models and, and outdoors and man, all that stuff is, is money. We need to do better. And, and I'm, a, you know, I'm from the Little Night Ward, but I'm an I'm a urban right. outdoor boy. I like, you know, back of Florida Avenue, we did all that kind of stuff, right? So I think when you have voter confidence, then... And what, what people say, and young people, and I talked to young people yesterday, they was from Wisconsin. It was planting trees and helping us down here. They, they say, well, we don't fool with politics. So I say, that sounds good, but it fool with you. If something fool with you, you need to fool back with it. You know, that's cute. Man, I don't fool with no politics. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. It fool with you. So if something's going to fool with you, with your taxes, with your quality of life, with your public safety, you think you're being cute saying you don't fool with politics, but actually what people don't know is politicians, it's a politician's advantage for people who just bitch and don't vote. Yep. And that's what's going on out here. They're complaining all day. The fewer people who vote, there is a science to this. They know how to two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun people. They know how to push your button. They know how to shape a commercial. They know how to, the words. So the fewer and fewer people vote, it's taking away that part where folk have really have to be accountable. And that's on both sides. And that's what, all, that's what all races. You know, and people brag about that. Man, I don't vote. All right. All right. You shouldn't be able to complain about nothing. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't... I, now, there's a flip side of me because... I understand that some people say they're not voting is their vote, but they don't understand the impact that it has on the system. That what you're doing is you're giving the system free reign when you don't. I can understand it in terms of the psychology of it. And you just got to look. Voters are like battered women and abused children. You ask them why you stay there. No, no. Think about it. Why you ain't leave? You know. So I understand that psychology of it. But at some point, you got to get some help from therapy. Right. And I can answer that question. I love New Orleans. You know, I'm, I'm looking. I love, I love. I answered that same question. I said the same thing, man. People ask me, 
why, you know, I came back uh, uh, when I was playing ball away and working away. And then people asked me why I came back after I went through the trials in my life. And I said, man, this, 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 this gutter is the most glorious Grammy place known to man. This is the most beautiful city in all of God's green earth. There ain't nobody like us. They don't, they don't talk like us. I get sick of all them people trying to uh, NCIS New Orleans. Man, y'all, you, ain't, you, you, don't, you don't sound like nobody from here. You know, we don't talk like Southern people or Texans. Nope. We talk like we from New Orleans. Uh, our rhythm, we the most African-centered city in, 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 in the nation, even with all our light-skinned people. Ain't nobody more African than us. In our culture, how we dance, our rhythm. I've been in Africa. Every tribe that performed, Beanie Weenie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All of them say, no, for real. And that's crazy, because I was sitting there watching Shaka Zulu on YouTube. <laughs> and he not lying, because footwork. When, they, when they marched in on the first, when Shaka took over. Footwork. That's right. Look at the footwork. Foot right now. Say, man, that's straight New Orleans, man. Oh, Liliza, Liliza Jane. Who oh, I saw your mama, she was in a tree. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a rhythm. It's a, yo, yo, she's like, like, you know the rest of that. <laughs> we, we different, man. It's a unique place, man. It's, it's, it's nothing like it. And they say it's the big easy, but if you can't live here, mm -mm. you can't live nowhere. The biggest... How many times, man, you read about somebody successful doing something different, man, and where they from? They're from New Orleans. Can't nobody out survive us. Can't nobody out hustle us. And we want to do it when we want to do it right. I mean, from music to food to business to culture, everywhere New Orleans people go, you know they there. Yeah. Even when I was in the system. <laughs> <laughs> they knew. But you know what? We hate on each other. But, but it's a but it's an aura. That's who. But but go go somewhere and people find out you you from New Orleans. Everybody else could be from Detroit, New York, maybe from Chicago. L.A. Yeah. When you tell me out you from New Orleans, where the crowd moves? Everybody coming yeah. to you. Man, just think about that. The Katrina. Man, I hit Dallas. <laughs> I never forget it. B. I hit BFW Airport. Got off the plane. I ain't have nothing. My little white tee on, I had me a fresh white t-shirt on. Right. Well, the Saints fitted. It's more than, huh? Absolutely. And I don't even want to say it, but my rate just went up. That's right. My little, my little yeah out there, like, man, he from New Orleans. Right. And, you know, yeah. it was, right. it, bro, it's just. It's, the closest I saw to us was uh, Detroit. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, in terms of rhythm, their own, their own rhythm, uh, Detroit. Yeah, we vibe when I was playing ball and, and traveling. Uh, Detroit Brothers was cool. But matter of fact, uh, uh, Otis X is one of my good friends. Chambers Boys, Otis Chambers. Mm -hmm. That's one of my partners, man. And they, if I, him and Micey, the late Micey, oh, they've been coming here for years. And uh, they were similar in terms of their survival skills, their understanding of, of, of who they were. Uh, in the neighborhoods, uh, New Orleans, 
New Orleans people special, man. Yeah. It, we, 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 are, we really are. Yeah. And we don't give ourselves enough, enough credit. Uh, many, there are too many of us don't think we deserve uh, better. Uh, uh, they don't understand our relationship with the rest. Go to Australia, bro. Go to South Africa, man. In China, I was in Beijing, I was in Shanghai. They was trying to replicate a whole area of the city after New Orleans, wow. after Quarter and Tremé. They want to do, do the same thing in Durban. It's, it's, wow. And then if you get to know New Orleans, like you really love her. Like if you really start looking and understanding everything right. that transpired mm -hmm. in New Orleans, this went down, like right. the history, like yeah. I was telling somebody about and it's not good history, but it was all right. Mark Essex, no Mark Essex. Yeah. Stood on the Howard Jones. Yeah. Like, like, all this happened in New Orleans. There's a whole lot more. But there's an underbelly too, and it's. Uh, I tell people all the time, it's. Uh, we breed a. Uh, there's a certain culture here, but even though we're glorious in our culture and those things that we're known around the world for, there's an underbelly here that is, uh, it costs you uh, your life, you know, it costs you your property. And that's the, that's the side that we need to fix. And because I tell folk, you know, people, you know, Baltimore got 800,000, 900,000 people. Chicago got part of the South Side and the West Side, but they got 4 million people. LA got 10 million People, they got said Central, Central. New Orleans got 10 people live here. <laughs> and it's, it's, the survive, a black man who survives this community, the odds are, you know, and I always, I've always used real data. Uh, Y'all remember when Chicago was going through that little wave, and it's still uh, a couple of years ago, when they were on CNN with the special about the 600 murder in Chicago. Mm -hmm. If you had multiplied our crime, times per capita our population times Chicago, it would have been 2,800 people killed. Whoa. And we got less than 400,000 people here. We had 17 years of 424 to 300 to 290, 380, 210, 412, 401, for 17 straight years. Manifold was the version. And and we've we've accepted it as as part of what we we survive with, but it shouldn't be like that. Right. And I, I used to tell people, and, and guys I played ball with, they would brag about when one, like one of my friends, Lance, he was from uh, uh, South Central, and he was talking about I'm talking about man I'm from South Central. I brought him I brought him home with me one summer. He said, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> But remember, Gregory D said that. Yeah. Let's let's see Cali come through the Cali. Uh -huh. it's, it's different. You know, you know what happened to him when they did. Yeah. Didn't did him, did him. So it's yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, he said, oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's a and that's the sad thing about it because it is so glorious on one side. I wrote a piece one time said that in our city you can go from laughing to crying. Just like that. Just, Just like that. That's the mental health part of it, the emotional part of it. And, and that's what I'm hoping we reach a time now post-COVID where we deal with the mental health, we deal with the crime, we deal with those social ills. But uh, 
and there has to be a concerted effort and start to strengthen our families again. Right. I, I think, you know, I think that's, you know, that's the smoke, but the really, the fire is the stuff that you're talking about, the lack of economics and take care of right. everything else. Right, right, right. On, you know? It has to be a global, international, mac macro discussion. It, it does. And think about it in this town. If people in this town hear about somebody who made some money, they don't focus on whether they were qualified to make the money. They focus on, man, they're getting paid too much. I, why they made that much? I ain't never heard that kind of discussion. Nowhere else I live. I ain't never heard nobody put nobody down because they made more money. In New Orleans, it's a special report. Uh, Brandon made, uh, got paid $180,000 for his job. Man, why they had to pay him that much? I've never, ever heard the discussion or a position like that most places. Most places, they, they expect yes. that. But here, you know, we've learned how to get by on 725 here. That's what I was thinking. Right. Because, I mean, right. poverty. We learned how to get a place to live, used to be able to buy a house, get your little hoopty, and raise a family on less. So in this town... When people find out somebody making some money, they're like, well, damn, I'm surviving off nothing. You should, too. We got to change that attitude. Well, and it, that's a form of survival, too, though. It is. Because you'll go crazy if you're living off of this and you're mm -hmm. eking your existence mm -hmm. off of this. Mm -hmm. And you're looking you're like, well, how in the world? Mm -hmm. I, you could go insane thinking about somebody people, else. People do. Yeah. and Social me, media shows that every day. That's right. Yeah. I had a question. Yes. I, I was so ecstatic when you, mm -hmm. of course, I knew you. It was mm -hmm. going to be great. Mm -hmm. You made it. Thank you. Uh, trying to catch on to your coattails, but you, you're here to serve. Yeah. How do we get this quality of life that, I mean, this is what we're all seeking. This is one of the reasons mm -hmm. why we voted you in. Not mm -hmm. one of the, the mm -hmm. reasons. Mm -hmm. We want to get our quality of life up here in New Orleans. You have said, said some many things, all of these things were like, rah, 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 this mm -hmm. is what we want to do. Mm -hmm. How do we, what's our next steps? As New Orleanians, as a, a citizen in New Orleans, what do we do? I, I think we have to begin to socially condition the community. Uh, I had, I never forget, I had dinner with, with Minister Farrakhan uh, uh, several years ago uh, till, man, 1230 at night, we were sitting down talking. And he talked about we, we have to produce, you don't want to create robots, but I always like to use the term 2L beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, sesame seed bun, because McDonald's hadn't used that in 20 years, but I'm conditioned. They, I remember every line in that reverse. No, they don't use that anymore. We actually have to begin to condition and reprogram people to expect better from them, expect deliverables and accountability from the people who, who serve them and strengthen our core in terms of our, of our families. All right? We, we only 36% of our children are going to grow up in a household with a responsible adult. That's a phenomenon. That's a nationwide statistics, but it's probably higher here. Responsible adult. Yes, with, with a responsible adult. Somebody who can teach them values and ethics and, and, and qualities. So our core of our, of our families. But I actually think that there needs to be a, a 
program an advertising, uh, 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 a social conditioning of community to re-educate them on what they should expect from themselves and their community. One of the things I talked about during the campaign, and I'm really gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it if I don't have to raise the money myself. I want people to know that, that y'all live in the East. People would think, man, only bombs live out here. People wouldn't know that they're in those divisions, man, you don't know that you, that you got multi-million, you got some of the richest black people, the most accomplished black people in the Gulf South who live in New Orleans East. They think it's just what they see on the news or on social media. I think we need to, you know, we need to put, put somebody on camera. I'm so-and-so. Guess why I live and do business? That's our district issue. Yeah, well, but I want it recorded, and I want it put as part of our marketing campaign and on television, too. You know, because when you talk to people, people will be like, man, don't nobody doing nothing to live in the East, man. You, that's not true. Some of the most accomplished people, especially most accomplished black people, period. Don't forget that. This is the largest black municipal district in, in the state. Yep. Now, we may be surrounded, and we may be inundated with some bad stuff, but some of the best people, most accomplished people, richest people, <laughs> live in them <clears throat> estates this, lake that, subdivision that. And we got the senior advisor to the president of the United States to live across the street from me. And he used to stay on not too far from that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say the man yeah, not drunk, yeah. but you know, I didn't just work over that. Yeah. You know, you, you have, right now with Troy Henry, man, who would be the first African-American financially in the position to do one of the, 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 the largest developments ever. You have Dr. This and, and Dr. That that live all through this community, man. I mean, you got brothers and sisters who live out here. People, they got their right change. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you say, you need to see it. But it, yes, it was good. And, and it's the, mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of like our, our storyline is why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. We need to tell our story. That's right. Not CSI. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got to tell We got to yeah. tell Just like yeah. you said, you invite yeah. them over here, we have a yeah. camera, three-point lighting. Yeah. Recording and it needs to be seen. And to your question, that's one of the one of the reasons why I highlighted the assets. I believe in asset building. You know, people ask me uh, in terms of my life and what I went through. Man, you know, uh, I was in twenty three and one. You know, I, I went from a penitentiary uh, to a camp surrounded by uh, three razor wire fences. Uh, I could have took the attitude that I've lost everything in my life, but I had to see that and know that there was something good about me to build on. I had to asset build. There's something good about this community, man, and more than people think that we need to build on. The people on, on social media who want to hate, let them have that. It's, but, but it ain't enough of them to, to destroy our expectations, dampen our hopes and our dreams, and to come up collectively with solutions to fix us. Ain't enough of them. And if that's their job to hate, and for us, it ought to be motivation. It's motivation for me. My seventh grade teacher told me I never was going to be shit. Every time she needed help, guess who she came see? I ain't never reminded her what she told me. I have to. You good, Kabula. I couldn't do it. You good, brother. You good. You saw it. Y'all had eye contact or something. 
She knew. She knew already. No, she not 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 be. You know, we gave him some reason to yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah. Right, but what I found was that she didn't want to be in that neighborhood teaching them poor kids. She would would have preferred a better assignment, so she was frustrated by that. And me and my cousin Andre did give her cause. You know, we was a little ADHD. We was a little active. Now, she never should have told me that, though. Right, that's not something you tell a student, especially in seventh grade. Right. But that was her frustration. I know, um, I know we shot for time yeah, tonight, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to just ask this one last question. Mm -hmm. Do you feel, before you went in the council, you just was looking, you know, you in the district, do you feel that trash affects the crime in the district? Yeah, yeah. In our conversation earlier about when I told you I talked to a, a police chief, I asked him about his relationship with court enforcement and his, his relationship with, 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 with the people who are supposed to deal with litter and trash. Because a lot of money could be made off code enforcement. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. <laughs> uh, look at the dots uh, when, you, when you review the Metropolitan Crime Commission plan of Jeff Hash's reports. If you look at the way they're clustered, then you have to look at the conditions, those visible conditions of those communities. And that, that's, one of the, sure. that's one of the things why her point about is how do we begin to deal with, raise up the public in terms of quality of life is there has to be an effort to get them to expect, expect more, all right? Now, if y'all know a couple of weeks ago that area around Crowder and the interstate was clean because me and some of my people went out there and cleaned it, right? right? I didn't feel good watching my neighbors throw their fast food out the window while I was out there cleaning up. While I'm out there cleaning up, you 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 have the audacity to do that shit. But that's that. You're talking about the social education. Correct. So there's the advertising. You should right. be sewing up every billboard, Absolutely. every commercial. Absolutely. There is a PSA about this is how we live. This is how we make our community better. And, and get if, a part of it. And if they catch you, you do thirty. They need to give them thirty days. On two lane and broad. Or incentivize it where it turns into something. I mean, how do you educate? Somebody said, I'm sorry, somebody said that it's somebody else's job to pick that up. I heard that as a teenager. And I'm like, right. that's not true. My right. dad would have us out cleaning up the entire neighborhood. We picked up in front of Weezy and Miss Miley House. Where did that come from? That came right. from Mardi Gras. Right. They said, the more that's trash right. on the ground, that's right. the more money. That's right. No, that's not that's true. Not true. That's, that's how the they success, measure. The success They're of measuring, but we don't have to right. measure that way. Right. Right. So it came from somewhere. From you just gave me an idea. Measure. I'm actually going to uh, uh, pr promote something saying we need to find another way to measure success of Mardi Gras. I like that. Gonna, Thank you. We're going to let him go because we got him. Yeah, I got I got to pick up a little man, but I mean, uh, we'd love to come back. Uh, we want you back. Uh, yeah, we, this, we want this you show back. you're saying a whole lot. Yeah. You, you're creating this storyboard yeah. as we talk, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so we're gonna put it all together. Well, yeah. we, we need all hands on deck. It's, yeah. it's time to asset build. Uh, I don't mind people, man. If you want to hate, that's fine. You know, just but kind of limited to you in the mirror. Uh, <laughs> we don't we don't need to infect the rest of this community. I believe in accountability. I need to be held accountable like everybody else. Uh, but what I'm taking from here today uh, is that, first of all, thank you. Uh, got a couple of really good ideas. 
Uh, I think we need to start a, a quality of life campaign. And uh, going into Mardi Gras, I'm going to talk to the mayor and the police chief and I, that we use another metric other than how much trash we had to, 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 to do a, a public announcement to determine our success. I want you to bring out bring it, bring it to the city. I'm going I'm to I'm ask. I'm going to say, T, you want to come hang out with me on... Uh, yeah. On uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm be light on. We gonna work on getting the cam. We got cameras and all that. We work on getting the TV. Show. We get getting the airtime. And we gonna close yeah. it out with Mr. Oliver like Thomas. Yeah. And for the record, the man phone number is five zero four six five eight one zero five zero six five eight one zero five zero. I'm Brandon. That's President B. That's City Councilman, the Honorable Mr. Oliver Thomas. Thank appreciate you. And I'm gonna end it how I always end it. <clears throat> um. Love is the answer. Who cares what the question is? And the famous words of Papa Smurf. Stop the violence, New Orleans. We're going to film the podcast. Peace out. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Yeah.